I'm a fan of Ayn Rand. If that name means nothing to you, she was a Russian-born philosopher and novelist of the 20th century. Her most well-known work is probably Atlas Shrugged, which is most certainly worth a read if you've never read it. I liked the book quite a bit. Her other book, The Fountainhead, or her other most well-known book, The Fountainhead, is, in my opinion, not as good as Atlas Shrugged, but it's still an interesting read. Now, aside from her novels, Rand was known for a philosophy that she developed called objectivism. The philosophical ideas of objectivism are most clearly revealed in her novels. She kind of writes all of her ideas in the form of stories, which is pretty helpful. She wrote the stories of The Fountainhead and Atlas Shrugged to show what objectivism really is, how it kind of is lived out. This last weekend, I was listening to an interview with an objectivist philosopher and thinker. Perhaps you could even call him an expert on Ayn Rand. In fact, he heads up the Ayn Rand Institute, and he's certainly an expert on Randian philosophy. The nearly three-hour-long interview, it covered a lot of different ideas, a lot of territory, but one of the things I found fascinating in this articulation of objectivism, which I'll acknowledge is an interesting philosophical idea, is the idea that objectivism, which was largely built upon reason, rationality, and it rejects the idea of sacrifice and morality that Christianity puts forward. Um, Christianity obviously promotes self-sacrifice and a very clear morality. When boiled down, this idea says that you should use reason and rationality to pursue the fullness of your selfish desires. That's what objectivism basically shows. And the idea in this is that if you do this, as governed by human reason and rationality, everything will work out great for you and ultimately for society. Because this view effectively views human reason and rationality as basically the, the structure for morality. In other words, if you pursue your selfish desires as governed by human reason and rationality, everything will just work out because in the view of this objectivist philosopher, we are essentially moral, kind of innately moral. For this individual, objectivism unites a proper morality with your selfish desires to get what you want, ultimately, in his view, leading to a better world for you and for everyone. Now, this view assumes that you and I are innately selfish. And I have four kids, so I can agree with that assumption. But this view also assumes that we are also innately moral. Now, again, I have four kids, so I have some issues with this idea of us being innately moral, at least in a real positive sense. So my issue with this is, actually, I have many issues with this, but let me get, begin with this. My kids are not innately moral. I, I certainly wish that they were, but they aren't. And no kids really are. And they're also not naturally rational or reasonable. In fact, the individual being interviewed in this podcast acknowledged that the prefrontal cortex of the human brain, the part that deals with complex cognitive function and moderating social behavior and making right decisions, it isn't fully developed 
in human beings until around age 25. So in effect, the kids don't have a fully functioning hardware in the brain. It takes quite a while to mature. And if you're not starting with good encoding, good software to govern that hardware, then by the time that that individual is 25, you could have serious problems. Now, there's a lot to like in Atlas Shrugged and The Fountainhead. Rand's ideas are fascinating. Even if she was strongly opposed to Christianity and religious faith in general and was very much a determined atheist, those who know me well know that I like atheists. But among the many objections that I have with atheistic ideologies is that atheists like Rand and this individual, Yaron Brook, in this interview, they assume morality and rationality are hardwired into us. They look at their own ability for rational reasoning and they assume that one, it just happened, and that two, the same will be for everyone else as well. If we just get all the right pieces in place, then we will all be rational and moral. Now, I don't know if you could be any more naive if you actually believe that. And these people, they're not dumb. It's not as if they haven't considered history or they haven't traveled much throughout the world. They really have. They're, they're pretty intelligent people. But again, the assumption that we are innately moral and rational, um, it, it leaves some things that are lacking. We do have an awesome capacity for rationality and morality, but something in the hardware, our makeup and the software is, is pretty tweaked. And I believe that we need outside inputs to help us to function most effectively. So what exactly are those outside inputs? Well, the Apostle Peter in the New Testament, in his second letter, Second Peter, he writes, according to God's divine power, God has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of God, knowledge of him, who called us by glory and virtue, by which we have been given exceedingly great and precious promises that through these we may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust or excessive desire. So God has given us all that we need to be able to govern this hardware throughout our lives in a right, righteous, holy, and godly or godlike manner. We have the capacity in this hardware, but we need the right software, or we need an upgraded operating system, which requires that we also add diligently to our lives, to our character, things like faith, virtue, to virtue, knowledge, to knowledge, self-control, to self-control, perseverance, perseverance, godliness, to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love. We have the capacity for faith, for virtue, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, brotherly kindness, and love. But without the right inputs through a correct knowledge of the God who made us, these things will not be automatic. So while something like Atlas Shrugged portends or looks forward to a great utopia where everybody works perfectly for the furtherance of society. Without the proper inputs, it's just not possible. It's good desire. I don't know anybody who doesn't desire that, but you gotta have the right inputs or it will not happen. Some things to think about as you begin your week. We'll see you next time.